What is going on guys and welcome to another episode of the Lean365 podcast. I hope you're having an amazing week. We're in November now, so close to Christmas. I can't believe how quickly this year has gone. Already getting into that Christmas spirit, I'm sure it's weird being in a hot country um, and not having the kind of normal wintery type vibes that we get in the UK. I've heard the weather is not too brilliant from a few of our clients at FitLab. Um, I have to say that's not the case in Dubai. As you can imagine, we've got some of the best time of the year right now in terms of weather. Uh, it's not too hot um, and it's also just an absolutely lovely temperature. So uh, very, very happy to be out here, but I will be coming back to the UK obviously for Christmas in a few weeks time, um, which I'm actually looking forward to. I think it'd be good to come back. Really, really good to catch up with some family and friends. We've also got our next group shoot, uh, which is on the 11th of December, which we've got a fair amount of clients who are taking part in it, which again, cannot wait for. So lots on the pipeline at the moment of FitLab and lots more to come next year as well. So in today's episode of the podcast, I wanted to cover getting lean without restrictions. That is probably the big, big, big point of what we try and do with clients at FitLab. We get clients in great shape, but we do it without restrictions. That is kind of what we pride ourselves on achieving. So I wanted to talk you guys through a few of the tips and the tricks that we give clients and strategy to help them get into great shape without having to make massive restrictions on their current lifestyle. I think that's so important. Like all the people that we coach, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast, you are normal, everyday people. You have a life outside the gym. You want to be able to enjoy yourself and you don't want to have to make massive restrictions to get the body you want. We get that. We've had lots of clients that have, have been in that place. And the good news is you can still get amazing results without making restrictions. I would be wrong in saying there is not going to have to be some sacrifice to get an incredible result. That's not how it is. You do have to work hard. There are going to be certain things you may have to give up. You may have to limit at times. But saying that you have to completely restrict all the fun stuff in life to get in shape is a load of garbage. You can definitely enjoy that. And I want to talk you through today a few of the methods and the strategies that we use at FitLab to help clients achieve this. Getting in shape does not have to be as boring as you think. Even though it's what we're led to believe that we have to live off a chicken, broccoli and rice diet and go to the gym six, seven days per week and just take away all the time with our friends and family to be able to get the body we want. That's what we're kind of led to believe in today's culture, but it really is not the case at all. And what we have to remember, guys, is if your approach is unsustainable, if you cannot sustain your approach for that period of even just 12 weeks, 16 weeks, whatever that might be, the result is not going to be attainable because Everything we do is a, it's a habit. We're building a lifestyle that is going to be the new versions of us. So if we're doing something that we can't really see ourselves doing in the future, then it's just not going to be a sustainable approach and the result is going to be completely unattainable for you to be able to manage. So you have to remember that. You have to be able to build a routine, a lifestyle, a strategy with food and nutrition around your current lifestyle that is going to be sustainable for the future. And you have to find enjoyment in the process as well. If you don't enjoy something, you are not going to stick to it. So it's so important that you find fulfillment and enjoyment in what you're doing so that you can keep it up for the long run. If you absolutely hate going to the gym and lifting weights, chances are you are probably not going to keep it up. Maybe you'll do it for the duration of time needed for you to get a result, but you are not going to keep it up for the long run. So you are not going to be able to sustain it. You have to find some form of enjoyment in these things and Again, this is exactly what we try and do at FitLab. We try and get clients to find enjoyment in their training, enjoyment with their food, so that they can actually stick to it in the long run. And that is probably the biggest way we can get in shape without having restrictions from just making sure we enjoy the process. 
Anyway, let's get this started with one of the first ways that you can get lean without making restrictions. And that is the 80-20 rule, or the 90-10 if you like to be a little bit more rigid. Now, this is something that you've probably heard before. A lot of us coaches like to talk about it, but what we essentially mean here is that 80% of your nutrition should come from good quality single food ingredients that are gonna fill you up, make you feel good, and generally just provide you with lots of energy. That's what we're trying to do. These are your healthy foods, quote unquote. And then your 10% or your 20% can really come from whatever you like, the foods you really get enjoyment out of having, that can make up the rest of the percentage because we are always gonna be a product of what we do the majority of the time, of what we consume the majority of the time. And if we are consuming the majority of good quality nutrition, it really does not matter where that 10 to 20% comes from because it's not gonna have a huge effect on the overall outcome and it will improve your dietary adherence the most. And the number one biggest fundamental of a successful diet is adherence, okay? You have to be able to adhere to your diet plan, otherwise you are not gonna to stick to it. So it's important to give yourself a little bit of flexibility and use that rule in order for you to be able to do that. And you can really have anything you like for that 10 to 20%. If you want to have alcohol, you can have alcohol. If you want to have a donut, you can have a donut. Anything that you provide, provides you with massive enjoyment, make sure you fit that into the 10 to 20%. The reason why I say 80, 20 or 90, 10 is because it's gonna really come down to you as individual. Now, I know that when I'm dieting, I prefer to be a little bit cleaner. I like to go for around 90% of regular quality nutrition and just have sort of a 10% potential food across a Saturday night, which isn't gonna be quite as good for me. That works very well for me, but obviously for some people, they like to have that across a day. So maybe have you know 20% of something in the evening, that's gonna provide them with that satisfaction and enjoyment. It's going to be down to the individual, but you need to have some sort of rule uh, in place for you so that you can enjoy the food you actually like having because if you try and go 100% clean, that is not going to last you very long at all. You're probably gonna end up falling off the wagon within about a week, two weeks max, and be back to square one again. So you have to make sure you keep a percentage of your food intake that you are gonna enjoy and it's gonna provide you with longevity to your dietary approach. Number two is have some form of flexi day at the weekend with potentially a planned in off plan meal at your favorite cuisine or a takeaway or anything that you like having. I would have that once per week. Now, this is not a cheat meal. I do not want you to get this confused. An off plan meal and a cheat meal are two very different things. We are not cheating on our diet as such. We are just having something that's a little bit off the usual plan than what we would have in the week. Okay, so someone that's maybe a little bit higher in calories, it's maybe higher in saturated fat, that's got more refined carbs in it. It's just not the, the nicest, or nicest is the wrong word, not the bestest quality of food that we would want to be having all the time, but it's gonna provide with lots of satisfaction and enjoyment. You know, potentially after a long week at work, you want to look forward to something on a Saturday night, which is going to provide you with that satisfaction with somebody else you can sit down, you can enjoy. So this is why of our clients at FitLab, we make sure they have one meal per week, which is their off-plan meal where they can enjoy this type of stuff. And if you are clever, if you are smart, you will be able to fit this into your weekly calories without any issue at all. Now, we call this a flexi day, which essentially just means that you can look at your calorie intake and potentially just give yourself one higher day at the weekend for most people where you can just have a, a, high, a larger amount of calories. If you have worked your calories out across the week, which I would definitely suggest you do, you will probably be able to factor in one day per week with slightly more food, which again is gonna provide you with a lot more enjoyment. So this is something that I would re definitely recommend if you are trying to get in great shape and you don't wanna be restricting food. Because let's be honest, if you have the same amounts of foods every single day, that number might not be that high and trying to get in some of your favorite foods into that sort of fairly small number might be quite difficult so if you're a little bit more smart around your calories you can kind of factor in that one day of slightly more food which provides you with a lot more enjoyment
The third point, have maintenance days. Now, this is essentially where we put our calories up to maintenance. This is, means that we wouldn't be in a calorie deficit, so we wouldn't be losing body fat on that specific day. However, we do not need to be in a calorie deficit seven out of seven days to see results. We can actually be in a calorie deficit six out of seven days, five out of seven days. If we are overall still within deficit, we're still going to be losing body fat. So giving yourself a maintenance day, is, again, it's going to allow you to actually be able to enjoy more food, enjoy more calories, yet still get great results. So it's important to do this if you feel like you've got a social event, which is going to be very hard to tackle. If you have something that's going to require you to be having more food, give yourself a bit of a break and work out your uh, maintenance calories. An easy way to work out your maintenance roughly would be looking at your body weight in pounds and timesing it by about 15 to 16. That's going to give you a rough maintenance figure that you can look to use. So definitely, definitely use the maintenance days when you feel like you need them. The fourth point would be have a diet break. So this is kind of similar to the maintenance days, but this is just a little bit more of a longer approach. So what we have to remember, guys, is when we're dieting, especially if you've got a bit more body fat to lose, it might take you quite a long time. It might take you anywhere between like 16 to weeks to six months. It could be a long journey. And just dieting that entire process, it can get quite tough. It might get quite tedious. And what happens over time is we build something up called dietary fatigue, which essentially just means we just get a little bit stuck. We just get a little bit complacent in certain areas. And if we're doing that, then it might mean our results are going to get a little bit slow anyway. So by actually saying, right, I'm going to give myself a break, whether that's just a few days, whether that's a week. And again, you put yourself back up to maintenance. You're just going to have a nice reset. You're going to be able to have a little bit of a break where you're not dieting anymore and you can just kind of take things back a little notch before then obviously going hard again. So it's important to have these. And we give these to clients at Fit Lab a lot. Often when they go on holiday, we'll say, right, we're going to go into a diet break for a week. Um, or potentially if they just need that break, then we'll bring that in as well. So it's a very, very good tactic to have on hand because as I said, as long as you are on a calorie deficit for potentially three out of four weeks of a month, you are still going to lose body fat. You don't have to be in a calorie deficit all the time, 24 seven. You can have breaks from doing that. And actually that probably is gonna provide you with potential benefits as well. So do not be scared to do that. Do not feel you have to sprint and get your body fat off as quick as possible because it doesn't need to be that way. Point number five, do not completely cut anything out, okay? Never cut completely your favorite foods, your drink. That is just not a sensible thing to do because it is human nature. If we restrict something so much and cut something out so much, guess what? We are gonna go back for that food. We're gonna have, there's gonna become a point where we want that even more so. And we're probably gonna break, probably gonna crack, and it's gonna only lead down one way. So what we really wanna try and do is have these things in moderation. Absolutely saying that I absolutely love is the devil is in the dosage. So this essentially just means that anything is gonna be bad for you if you have too much. If you drink too much water, you will die. So if you have something in too much of a high quantity, it's going to provide a potential negative effect. And that's what it's like in terms of alcohol, that's what it's like in terms of sweets, chocolate, anything bad. So if you just have a bit of something, it is not gonna provide you with any detrimental effect. And that's if you trust yourself. If you genuinely believe that you cannot trust yourself and if you have a little bit of something, it could only lead that one route, I would potentially look to try and, for the essentially for the dieting phase, maybe look to uh, cut it out as much as you can, but not to the point of where it's going to cause you any problems. Only you know that as an individual. We have some clients at Fit Lab that struggle with their alcohol, and if we give them potentially like one or two beers, that could lead to them having seven or eight. So in that instance, we might look to find potentially a swap, which would be another uh, point I'm going to be going through in a second, um, or just come up with some sort of method that's going to be very individual towards them. So you have to know your kind of triggers. Um, but at the same time, we have to know maybe not to cut something out to the point of where it's going to become a problem. Okay, number six, 
Know your limits and keep to your own standards and do not be influenced by other people. This is absolutely huge. Okay? Unfortunately, our society today does not want you to look good. It doesn't want you to have a good body. It doesn't want you to be healthy. That is just the way it is. For most people now, they don't. a lot of people don't care about their health. And, you know, unfortunately, that is kind of what's happening, um, especially in kind of uh, current society. So you have to keep to your own high standards. You know, you know your limits. If you say you're going to have a bit of alcohol, you have to be able to be... Uh, that strong disciplined person to know when you when when is enough if you stick to other people's standards you are going to struggle if you drop to other people's standards you're going to struggle so you have to know your own limits and not be influenced by people that are around you trust me when you get the body that you want you have the shape the confidence the pride everything that that you want they will want that too and they will start asking you questions as to how you made that happen i promise that is what's happened loads of times with clients we've worked with but to begin with, you have to keep your own standards and just know your limits when you're around people. Yes, you can have fun, but don't let it become a detriment to your health. The seventh point is move more. Have a high step count. This will help you burn more calories. This will just make dieting more fun. If you are burning more calories and you're having a higher step count, you are just going to be able to potentially consume more food the other end because you are burning more calories. You'll neat, which is a fancy word, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is a very fancy word for all the activity that you do outside of training, outside of planned exercise. Now, if you get that to a very high standard and a very high level, it will just make dieting a lot easier because you are naturally going to be burning more calories across the day. So anyone who has worked at FitLab will know that we are very, very hot on getting clients to move as much as possible. Again, it's going to be individual if you are very sedentary with your job you're very busy there may be a, a limit on steps that you can achieve but i can confidently say that most people can do a lot more steps than what they think they just need better planning they need more structure around their day and that will make it happen but if you are trying to lose body fat without a high step count it is going to be slower it's going to be more tedious and you've got less wiggle room and flexibility around your social life so i would 100 percent be uh, someone who moves around as much as possible and works to a very very good step count Number seven, number eight, sorry, make easy swaps. So what I mean by this is you don't have to have the most calorific option of everything, the worst option. There are so many swaps you can make that will still provide you with the same satisfaction and enjoyment and fulfillment, but they won't cause you as much of a detriment to your health, your body, your physique goals. Potentially an easy swap would maybe be instead of having a pint of beer, have a bottle of beer. That's going to save you so many calories and it's going to mean you're probably going to be able to have more bottles compared to having more pints, which again is gonna to lead to you having more calories. So simple swaps like that, like a low calorie ice cream, like how many low calorie ice creams have we got now? You are still having full fat Ben and Jerry's, you need to sort yourself out. There is no reason to be having that anymore. That is an old school ice cream that's just gonna cost you a shit ton of calories. Go for a Halo Top, go for the low calorie Ben and Jerry's if you have to, there are so many different options out there. You have to be really look at these things if you wanna get great results. And the other thing would be something like potentially dark chocolate over normal chocolate. Like I'm a massive fan of dark chocolate. It has a lot of health benefits, has a lot of antioxidants in it. So again, something like that's going to become a bit of a game changer. Just look at your current daily intake and start narrowing things down and think, is there a better alternative to this? Is there a better option that I can currently have, which is going to save me calories and potentially help me get the body that I want? Have a look, assess, and I guarantee there's going to be lots of stuff on there. Number nine. Now, this is one of my favorite ones, and this is a kind of psychology perspective never tell yourself that you can't have it okay don't say to yourself i can't have this you know it's not part of my diet plan just ask yourself this very 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 simple question is this food or drink worth fitting into my calories or is it is it worth compromising my mood my energy and my motivation and if it is then have it and make it fit around your schedule and around the calories that you've got for that day 
amazing. If it's not, you've asked yourself that question and it is not worth compromising those things, then simply just don't have it. You know you made that decision for the right reason, move on. If you tell yourself you can't have something, over time you're gonna just get to the point of where you hit boiling point and inevitably you're probably gonna end up having it anyway. So guys, don't ever say that you can't have something, just ask yourself that very, very, very simple question. Is this food worth filling into my calories? Is it worth compromising my mood, my energy, my motivation? And if it is, then just have it and then move on and make it fit around your day. Simple, simple rule to live by when it comes to not restricting in terms of getting in shape. The last but not least, and again, extremely important point is do not be an all or nothing person. I promise you this will never, ever, ever end well, especially if you want to stay in shape for the rest of your life because you cannot be all, all the time. You cannot, even if you are the most high performing, high achieving person, you are not gonna be able to give you all 24 seven. You have to be able to know how to potentially, you know, not be quote unquote on it all of your entire life. That is not gonna leave you into a very good place because you will mess up at times. You will end up doing something badly. You will, even if you follow all these tips, you will overeat at some point. You will fall off the wagon. And if you cannot get back on it and concentrate on getting moving forward with things, you're really, really gonna struggle. Screw-ups are inevitable during your transformation journey. They are going to happen at some point, it happens to everyone, but it is always your choice as to whether you quit or whether you get back on it, don't dwell on things, draw a line under things and just get on with it and move on. That is the best thing we need to be doing. Do not be an all or nothing person. Yes, you need to go all in with your goals to be able to get great results. I'm all for that. You should be trying to put maximal effort in there, but do not come to the point of where you're either completely all in or you're completely all out because you will not be able to sustain your results forever. I promise you that. Anyway, guys, I hope you have found this useful. They are my top 10 ways to get lean, to get in shape without restrictions. Now, one thing I will say at the back of this is you need to understand what works individually for you, which over time you will. Everyone is going to have their own unique strategy and the way that they like to deal with things throughout life. All of what I've said above, you're not going to be able to do all 20 of them, uh, all 10 of them, but there will be certain things in there that you'll be able to take and start using. So you have to kind of work out your own individual strategy that you can use from day-to-day -day life, which is going to allow you to get in shape and stay in shape for the rest of your life and live the Lean 365 lifestyle, which is exactly what we try and get you to achieve from this podcast. So anyway, embrace, enjoy the process. If you have any questions or anything, please make sure you reach out to me. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you subscribe, make sure you're following for more episodes. And if you like this episode, put on your story, drop me a tag, and I will see you in the next episode, guys.